G'day. Thank you so much for downloading our podcast. We are Stav, Abby and Matt. And during this podcast, you are going to hear our new marketing campaign mm-hmm. written by Stav. Yes, yeah, so I might go into um, advertising after this. I, think you should, I reckon this should be our show opener until someone complains. Come okay. on. Maybe that'll be reverse psychology, though, where people will, will not complain because we do point it out. Because we're asking for it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but if you say this, if you say what I'm about to say is offensive, mm. you've warned them. Yes. So they go, well, fair enough. You told me you were going to be yeah. offensive. Whereas so you just offend them on the So you reckon the at Married at First Sight, they should put, this may offend some people who like true love. Yes. yes. And then all of a sudden people can't get offended. They go, well, they did warn me and I still watched through the warning. Mm. Because remember they used to have, they might still do it on TV. Remember they used to go, um, the following, following program may yeah. contain and sex scenes. all of a sudden you're like, themes. oh, oh, I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Crank this up. Yeah. Do they still do that on they the TV? Yeah. yeah. I always wanted it to be more specific. The following program will have a sex scene at about 15 minutes and 30 seconds through. So you can just fast forward to that bit and don't worry about the plot too much. I worked at a, uh, as concierge at a hotel and we used to have like DVDs so mm. you could hire them. Rather oh, than rather, than, rather than buying them on the telly on your credit card. And it used to be there was only one movie that was a little bit racy. Mm. And every time I'd be like, the guy give me a call. You have like strip tees on the, on the option. <laughs> <laughs> you're like... Yeah, and every time it would be ruined because people would just be looking at that. I'm like, what? Uh, this is back in the back in the day. Back in the day. So there, what, there was like a catalogue, and you could yeah you'd come down to get the DVD. You'd come down and get them, mm. and they'd always be like strip tees down there. You're like, no, the guy <laughs> before you got that one. When I worked at the <laughs> big um, fan of give, it, give him 15 minutes, he'll probably bring it back. <laughs> when I worked was at Demi the Moore? video store, yeah. Demi Moore, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Um, when I worked in the video store, you could never ever get Eddie Murphy's Delirious. It was always continually out. I worked there for a year and a half, continually out with a booking. So when it would come back in, you'd have to call wow. the person, come in, they'd get it. It was never in. Here's an idea. Did you used to be around with DVDs? Like, DVDs? Wasn't yeah, it like yeah. video stores? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Video, well, video, yeah, when you could still get the videos. The last one just closed. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know that, but you know it was popular. Like you used to do that every Friday and Saturday night. Mm. You used to go in, your parents used to reserve the one that they wanted, and yeah. I just didn't know if you would remember them being so popular. Yeah, yeah, we used to do that. And it was always, if you went in at six o'clock on a Friday or a Saturday, you were a moron because yeah. you were never going to get anything. You had yeah. to be there at lunchtime mm. to get the good ones. Um but you know how pop-up stores are the big thing now? Yes. Like, you know, um, uh, In-N-Out Burger does them. They just have pop-up shops. What if we asked our listeners, everyone who's got DVDs lying around, because yeah. no one uses them anymore, yeah. collect all the DVDs yeah. and do a pop-up video store? It's pretty good. I just We just gave ours away. would it's be annoying. very hard for the returns. We would really really take their back. details. <laughs> oh, you, you're going to... Well, you, exchange. everything that is old is cool. Well, and then we go and get them. No, people to bring them back. No, nah, we, we send, just pop up at a different well, we location. Won't be there. Yeah, we won't. You got it at Springfield. <laughs> now we're at North Lakes. <laughs> no, they come to us. We just pop up in one spot. Yeah, but you only pop up for like a like a That's two days. Yeah, but we're selling. Okay, this your We're selling them or we're renting them out. You so, got to remember because selling. Oh, there's, selling them. There's, over, there's overnights. We no, 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 we're selling them. And he then we just had, said, oh, wait. selling. Well, that, that's not retro. You can, you can still buy them. Well, okay. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go back to the idea that you're complaining about and we'll rent them out. <laughs> and you're the guy who operated the video well, store. There's so no you point sort doing a pop-up DVD store. You can still buy them at JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. That, that idea is already... That's what not with a, you, I, Matty? I reckon, it's, I reckon it's a good idea. Back to rentals. You can do it on your scooter deliveries. We did that at mine. It didn't work. Let's yes. No. Okay. You're out. You in? Well, we need a driver. I take up too much fuel. You also need someone that knows about movies. Oh, when they come go, on, movie guy. Well, when they go, it's not that hard. We've done the quiz with you. You always get them wrong. I've got Google. It's going to be fine. All right. Do you have that movie with um, Keanu Reeves? Uh, Speed. Yeah, it's a good one. No, you, not no, that you one. should get. The go with, and get Speed. It's the, the best one. The other he's one ever was done. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Matrix. No, that's not with Sandra Bullock. You know, the one and he lives in a house, Up. and she lives in a house. Um, You've got to be, be able to do this, guys. That's what I did. Well, okay. The lake yeah, house. Give yeah. it to me again, mate, and I'll Google it because that's how it works these days. Nah. Come on, give me another one. Nah. Go, go, go. Well, that's cheating. Go. It's always oh, cheating. You've got to just know it. You've got to just know this stuff. I'm, I don't understand, okay? You go on about your great glory days of New Farm Civic Video. Blockbuster. Blockbuster, where gay guys used to hit on you all the time. And I'm trying to recreate that for you. And all you're doing is saying how hard it's going to be. No, you, you, you wanted to do like a store, though. It doesn't work. A pop-up. We can go back to the, the we can rent out the shop space yeah. that you had in New Farm. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
What is it now? Houses? I think it's an IGA. Sweet. Mm. The snacks are taken care of. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thank you for sticking with us while we waded through all of that. Let's get to the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I love a petition. Do I'll you? sign them. Yeah, someone puts it in front of me. I go, yeah, no worries. I'll sign it. Because I always go, eh. What does it do these days? I did get a petition in year 12 to get a vending machine in, and that oh, succeeded. Oh, yeah, that's that always old good. school. I had a petition out against me in year 12. I probably would have signed it. <laughs> 150 people did. There you go. Oh. Were you, when you did that's... your vending machine, Yeah. Did you? were you running for school captain at the time? Oh, I was school leader. Ah, uh, yeah, that's... It's only ever... That was in my uh, speech. I'll get you yes. a vending machine. <laughs> I don't know why people voted for me. I remember in grade 12, a girl went up there and she said, I'm going to get a laptop for every student. <laughs> and, every, and all the teachers started laughing their yeah. asses off because they were like, "How you can't... That's like a an opposition promise. You, you can, can't you can just do that say you're going to do it. Yeah, you can just trump it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to build a wall between the year eights and the rest of the school. I'm <laughs> serving bourbon at Little Lunch. Come on. So here you go. There is a change org, which people always sign these days, to uh, get married at first sight off TV. They were disgusted after the cheating scandal between Dan and Jessica with a K. Yes, And they want it off. So over 16,000 signatures have said that they want Channel 9 uh, show to be banned and taken off air. But Change Org has some interesting petitions because you can start it for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, you can just make them up. And we've got a list of some of the most bizarre ones. Right. So you can do anything you want. If yeah. you believe it, you can change.org it. And then I mm. think it needs a certain amount of signatures to become like a valid thing. No, I don't know if it needs anything. And I don't know if any of these are becoming valid. Right. One of them is make my mum let my dog sleep on the bed. <laughs> Sign that one. You'd sign that one? Yeah. How many signatures? Do we have a signature I haven't got number? the signature numbers. No. 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 Uh, to make Mondays part of the weekend. Oh, I will sign that thing. Yeah. Mm. To change the name of fire ants to spicy boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all the spicy there boys. There is a change org petition. And on there, there is a petition to shut down change.org. Oh, brilliant. That's brilliant. And they've appro- so change.org have approved that? What? They what, just they approve any of them? I think, yeah. Mm. Oh, they're very controversial. Mm. To ban sporks. Sporks? The fork Spork. across with a spoon. Ban them. Oh, no, but then what am I... offensive. What am I going to eat my Thai food with? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're the only... You know, you start with a chopsticks with a sneaky mm. spork in your pocket and then you just get it out when they're not looking. You quickly eat and go back to your chopsticks. You have a travel spork that you take with you? No, they only ever have them in Asian restaurants. Uh. They're good, aren't they? They're fantastic. I wouldn't get Aaron behind that one. Okay. Uh, uh, to stop discrimination against public farters. For too long, <laughs> they have been discriminated against. Uh, to allow people to walk to work at Brisbane Airport. What? Why can't they walk to work already? Because I mean, there's no walk. That's a, it's a big walk. Yeah, like you up know, that drive. You you can't. There's no footpath. You'd be walking on the. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, look, look, people have a lot of time. There is one on Change um, Org saying that they want to demand head and shoulders to create a body wash called knees and toes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's my new favourite website. <laughs> <laughs> to be and fair, the yeah. marketing person should have worked that out already. Head and shoulders. Knees, Knees and, and toes. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. First calls. The show is yours. Anything you want to talk about, you can. 131060. We've got Troy in Upper Coomera. What do you want to discuss? Uh, I want to say, um, first time on... B105, but... It's hit 105, um, but that's okay. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Well, he's been meaning to call for a long long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, I'm actually calling today because I'm actually quite upset with Matt. Oh, okay. What have you... Here we go. I am am a tradie, and I'm actually alarmed that Matt would keep someone's tools and think that it was funny. Oh, you kept Uh, a ladder? As a a tradie, we actually rely on people's honesty when we leave tools at someone's house and I've done the same thing before and it racked my brains for two weeks where I left this tool and when I finally rang the client they turned around and said oh yeah that's in my shed on my shelf uh-huh. don't no. be a tool Matt, Matty, get it back. Yeah. Um, give the pe- people their tools back and Abby 
I'm mm. actually shocked that your hubby mm. actually agreed with Matt and said to keep it. Yeah. Oh, Scotty will agree with anyone because if they the say anything. Tradie, yeah. He should have said to Matt straight up, you should give him their tools back, mate. Thank you for bringing it to the forefront, Troy. <clears throat> Excuse think, me. Is it your well, Matt, cousin? I've been listening to you for quite a few years yeah. when you always see him here on the Gold Coast. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. actually shocked that you've done that. No, well, uh, what, what, I, what I didn't say in that when we were joking around is I actually have let, all, let everyone know because there was a lot of different trades coming in and out to do the kitchen and no one knows who it belongs to. So what does he do oh, now, oh, Troy? So that was... That's I, a bit different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I totally get what you're saying. I would never do that, but I did because we had the, the kitchen people, we had a, a sparky, a plumber, my cousin is a builder, um, and they were all coming in and out. And what there was a, there was a tight... It's like just a step ladder. Um, like never a knew it's um, real ladder. Yeah, yeah, well, for, for me, I could probably get right up on the top. But yeah, I did, I did message everyone, and they were like, I don't know, mate, I don't know. Do you accept that apology, Troy? Oh, I think it's okay, but yeah, no, yeah. But you are yeah. you are right in saying that. Yeah. If if you because you guys are at so many different job sites, and if something's left behind, you got to let them know. So, and if any of those, tra- if there's a tradie listening, and if you think it belongs to you, I'm happy to hand it over. Tag you just describe it. Then you'll, um, you'll give, no, they have to. No. Oh, oh, they have to. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should tag your tools with phone numbers as yeah. well. Yeah. Hey, Katie from Highvale, uh, first Thanks. time on air. What have we done yeah. wrong? Or do you want to talk about something else? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys handled that one really well. Oh, <laughs> He's got a valid point. So. Yeah, well, I guess. Um, no, I'm just calling. Um, I didn't realise I was just on my way to work and heard about the shortage of beds in the hospital. And um, we had our first little niece yesterday as a support person in the room. Um, and we were none the wiser till we came out. So um, I guess just the, it just, yeah, the public system, I guess, do the best that they can. and. Yeah. We would. We had no idea. So, um, you know, our perspective, they they handled it quite well. So for you us couldn't anyway. tell being in hospital that, that they were working at capacity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was great. The, the duty of care was still there. Um, you know, it was just awesome. Nurses need to get paid more. Oh, they they do work an very hard, job. Mm. especially very shift hard. work. Mm-hmm. As well. Jason in Browns Plains. What do you want to talk about first calls? Hey, how's it going? Good. Good. Hey, um, oh. Just calling up in regards when you know when someone achieves something, it needs to be recognised. Yeah. Yes. Um, my friend Anthony, um, he played in the Gold Coast Championship to make it to the US Championship for Pokemon TCG. Oh, oh wow. wow! Wow! There's such a thing. Pokemon card game. Pokemon trading card game. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, what's the prize money like for that? Um, he says not too much, but it's more of a his passion kind of thing. Sorry, one second. <laughs> Sorry. What happened there? Sorry. Sorry, truck was backing up. Yeah, um... <laughs> hang on, hang on. What? Are you okay? What just happened? I'm just, at, I'm just at work and it was backing up onto this grass and it's raining today and can't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> that um, no, no, no. That's, that's completely fine. Good stuff. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no. You don't want to get bold. Well, congratulations to your friend. Yes, yes. Go on, you, Jason! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Funniest commercials on the planet. Commercials! This is going to be a little inappropriate. I don't know how inappropriate it's going to be. Yeah, we were talking about ads yesterday after a whole campaign got pulled down after one complaint about it, and it was the um, Get Off in Thailand one that you might have seen getting around. I saw it on a bus going through town, and I did think, well, that's a bit racy for this day and age. I didn't mind it, thought it was quite clever, but I did think... Uh, someone's going to have a problem with it. Well, at the end of the day, you've only got to know what goes on in Thailand to understand it. So if you're offended, mm. you've, you've got a filthy mind. So you're only offended by yourself. You know? <laughs> so you have to complain to yourself. Yes. Imagine if the world could do that. Yeah. Or you have a complaint. Can you go and internalise that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, came to a decision. <laughs> uh, but it got us talking about ads and how back in the day they used to be a lot racier. I used to remember you'd watch the shows, the collection of all the spicy ads from around the world, and they're all like nudity and sex and yeah. stuff. Sex sells, right? Yep. But you can't really use it anymore. We were even talking in the meeting that we'd like to get into advertising after this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I said, no way. You guys wouldn't like the meetings. Well, There's a lot of meetings. That would be... The, the meetings would be an issue and for And you just me. think clients are going to hand over millions of dollars and go, have fun, guys. Yeah. Is that not how Isn't it that works? That's how, how it worked in Mad Men. Okay, you've seen Mad Men. That's why you want to <laughs> yeah. do it. I get it. All right. Yeah, you like, get to smoke and drink in the office and... Yeah. Call, call the secretary's doll. Yeah. yeah. Was the 50s, mind you. Um, 
But I think I think we'd be pretty good at advertising, and I also think we would be better, especially Maddie and I, with our the way our minds work. We would be better advertisers back in that day when you could do all that sort of stuff. Don't put me in a box. He's saying that you're wrong. No, don't you. Don't you put me in a box <laughs> because you can't get away with anything these days. But I took it upon myself mm-hmm. to advertise our show, and in a throwback style. So I've written as a commercial for this show. As if it was back in the 80s when you could get away with a lot more. I oh, know. I'm the token that? female, aren't I? Better than that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have a listen to what a show ad would sound like way back when. Tired of the same old breakfast shows? Lavi, Camilla and Stav on V105. <laughs> well, get on top of Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt. Wake up with Stav. Yeah, I can go all night if I want to. Abby. It's in a bull, it's in a bull, it's in a bull. And Matt. I think about you. Stav's had multiple partners on air. With that comes the experience to know exactly what you want to hear. Abby is a mother of three, so you know she puts out. And Maddie, well, he's about to go to jail for tax evasion, so you know he's a bad, bad boy. These three are the naughtiest show in Bris Vegas, and they guarantee if you turn them on, they'll do the same for you. Stab Abby and Matt, two guys and one girl who come together every morning. Yeah, that's our new show opener. Yeah, what do you think? Well, how how long do you reckon we get? Uh, wait, to give it before we get a complaint. Um, I'm going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105 forever. Dear Abby, sometimes in life gets real, and that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a problem, having an argument with your partner or maybe with your friends, which is what this situation is, you can send an email to dearabby at hit105.com.au. You can remain anonymous. I'm conflicted over this one. Okay. It says, Dear Abby, am I being shallow or are my friends not appreciating I want to be the pretty one on my wedding day? So they can't be in my bridal party. I think both of those statements are shallow, aren't they? <laughs> but thank you for the email, so I won't say that. Uh, my boyfriend is now my fiancé after he proposed on the weekend at Byron. Lovely. When I told my two best friends, they joked that they better be able to have a say in the bridesmaids' dresses as they think my style is too out there. I replied honestly and said, I'm so sorry, I'm not sure I'll have them in my bri- in my my bri- as my bridesmaids. My two best friends are a size 6 and an 8, and I'm a size 20. Ah. I know I bring up my weight whilst they don't, but they are two beautiful girls, and I don't want to be the la- their large friend on the wedding day. I've always felt like that every time we go out, and I often take the photos um, for Instagram as I don't want to be the big chick tagged in them. Mm. I want to be the pretty one, not the one on the, bridesma- on the, on the day as a bride with the hot bridesmaids. My friend cracked it and said that I was shallow and that she had me as a bridesmaid. But I did say I did offer to not be one if I didn't fit if I didn't fit in. I thought my friends would appreciate me being real and they wouldn't understand what it feels like to be the fat friend. My friends have now said that they will not forgive me for not including them into the bridal party on the day. But isn't it my wedding to do what I want? Mm, 13. 13, 10, 60. I think if this was the other way around, yeah. people would go, oh, how dare you? Oh, yeah, if you said, I don't want fat people in my photos, you, they, they, that person would be torn to shreds. Look, I'll say one of my best friends mm. didn't invite me to be a bridesmaid, and I was a little bit shocked. Because who she had as her bridesmaids, I was like, that's weird that she asked them. And then she got drunk on her hens and told me that her mum suggested not to have me because she didn't want to have another blonde in the bridal party. Right. And I had never forgiven her. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she... I bring it up. Time. But she is right. It's her wedding. She can do whatever she wants. And that's that it would be a horrible feeling. M. Radicharski, the uh, famous uh, supermodel, yes. she just posted she's got um, a new swimwear line for bigger ladies as well. And she posted a photo of her next to a larger sized lady and got crucified for it. Everyone going, what are you doing to this poor woman? How do you think she's going to feel? The chick was all for it. But she got body shamed. And she's but like, then you're saying that a large people can't be beautiful. And I often disagree with that because I don't know if people can upstage the bride. Mm. I stand by that. Because everyone looks at the bride. Everyone's obsessed with the bride. You can't upstage them. Uh, she should have just said, I'm not having bridesmaids at all. We're doing something different. Because what she's effectively said there is, you're my friend, but you're a skinny bitch. And I hate you for that. <laughs> That's how they're taking it. Well, she's saying in every other moment she sort of feels like it. But on her wedding day. She doesn't want to feel that way. I told you. I'm conflicted. It's a, This is very bizarre, friends, this friends one. first. Unless they make you feel bad. But then why are you friends with them? Uh, what if it was siblings? 
You couldn't be that. That would make it even worse. Mm. I don't know. Maybe you know how she feels. Maybe you've gone. No, he can't be in my bridal party. You're going to ruin the photos. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby, sometimes in life, gets real, and that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Got an email at dearabby at hit105.com.au from a girl who says that she's a size 20 and her two best friends are a size 6 and 8. She's recently got engaged and she doesn't want them to be her bridesmaids, even though she was a bridesmaid for one of them. And the reason is she said she wants to be the pretty one on a wedding day and not be surrounded by skinny girls. So does that mean... One of them's cracked it and said you're you're shallow and she wouldn't be part of her life if she's not going to be part of the bridal party. So she's also effectively saying if you're in my bridal party, I think you're fat. Because she's only going to get people well, she didn't bigger say she's going to have someone else or have no mm. bridesmaids. But 13, 10, 60. Does she have a ride if it's her wedding day or is she being rude? Jessie and Karen Dow, what do you think? Um, I understand that from being the biggest person of the friend group. Yeah. But um, it, it's shallow. Like, yeah, just get over it. They're your best friends. Why would you rather be fake friends with someone just so that you can look better in your photos? when you can actually enjoy the day with your best friends. So you can understand what she means, but you still think she should have her friends in the bridal party? Absolutely. I've been the bigger one my whole life. Um, I was a bridesmaid in my friend's wedding um, a few years ago, and then last year my friend got married and apologised that I wouldn't fit into the dress so she didn't have me as a bridesmaid. Um, and, yeah, it's embarrassing, but I kind of understand it. At the same time, I'm like... You could have gotten another dress. Yeah, you yeah, totally yeah. could have got another dress. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, plus, yeah. don't you say to the bridesmaid, go get fitted for the dress? You don't yeah. just buy it and hope She's it's probably got lottery. it off the rack. Yeah, right. Rebecca in Deception Bay, what do you think about it? Um, I honestly, as the bigger girl myself, I think um, she's got nothing to worry about. The bride is the most beautiful person on her wedding day regardless. It doesn't matter whether she's got fat or skinny friends. And I, I just think that she should just go with it. And if they're not going to be happy not being bridesmaids, then are they really good friends at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. You know what I mean? I was the fat out-of-town bridesmaid at my sister-in-law's second wedding. Um, and I was uncomfortable because the whole bridal party was skinny. Mm. And I was the size 20. And I had this horrible blue dress on. And it also depends on what colour they pick for the dresses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wore this horrible blue dress and it made me look like a big walking brood. Yeah. It was right. horrible. It was it, terrible. It sounds like she's not comfortable with herself and that's why. Yeah. Because if yeah. you were happy, then you'd be... Yeah, all right. Jack in Burpengary, from a guy's perspective, what do you think? Hey, uh, I reckon she's just being stupid, to be honest with you. Like, she's thrown away these perfectly good friends because she's overweight. Like, instead of focusing on them being too skinny, why doesn't she focus on her getting skinnier? Yeah, so you mean maybe maybe she'll feel better about herself if she lost some weight? Yeah, because that seems like the main problem. She's, like, she's not happy with how she looks, Mm. so she's thrown away some good friendships. Yeah. Do you think so, too? If she changes her mind now, the damage is probably already done. Like, if she she went back to them and said, hey, do you want to actually have another thing? You can't be in my bridal party. They're going to go, nah. Well, then that's their issue. Yeah. I think if someone comes if you, and apologises, yeah. you, you have to be have to be understanding to their feelings. And I always think you can't upstage the, the bride, and then I thought about Kate Middleton's sister. Uh-huh. Has that been the only instance? No. <laughs> the well, bum? Well, at the end of the day, the bridesmaids are always interesting because they're generally they're single. They're wearing the same thing. So. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. I think if this, you'd be more worried about a single bridesmaid because the single guys, they're at a wedding, you know, they, they linger around. <laughs> Do you? Not, I've, I've been married for years, so not me. I don't think they're always single. No, but what I'm saying is <laughs> oh. Pippa, if Pippa was married Pippa. up, everyone yeah. would be like, oh, look, it's Pippa. Yeah. And because she's single, they're like, look at Pippa. Oh, wow. <laughs> Danny, first time on air, so welcome from Goodna. What do you think about this? So I personally have been a big girl my whole life. Uh-huh. I got married last year and I had two thin bridesmaids as well. If she truly is really good friends with these people, they will make her feel like she is a supermodel on her day. No matter of her size, because that's what my bridesmaids made me feel like. So I think that she just needs to have trust in herself, because no matter the size, like all the eyes are going to be on her anyway. Mm. So she's not marrying them. She's not marrying anyone else. She's marrying her fiancé. So all she should really be concentrating on 
is thinking of what her fiancé is going to think of her. Yeah. And good point, though, from a perspective of the bridesmaids, rather than getting antsy, maybe they should be reassuring her yeah. a little mm. bit too. And on the other hand, she's got a good few months to fatten them up. That's <laughs> happened before, remember? Yeah. There was a girl that was giving her sisters protein shakes and with extra them. fat in them to try and get them bigger. Oh, and you telling know, them it know, was Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Brides-to-be brides to be are the most sane people out there. <laughs> hey, your words... Not ours. Thanks, Danny. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Two nine-year-old girls have gone on an abusive and destructive attack. It happened yesterday afternoon at the Westfield Helensvale Shopping Centre. Bit of a strange one, because there was a, a couple of girls that were on the top of a car on the Gold Coast at a busy shopping centre, mm. and the video can be seen of them abusing a security guard mm. who's trying to get them to get off the car. And they're basically saying that you are you don't have any rights, which I we found out is true. What is it? Well, I, we want to hear from security guards this morning in in every form, whether you're a bouncer, a security guard at a shopping centre, mm. or one of the guys who's able to carry a gun when you're updating the ATMs. Thirteen ten sixty, because there is a bit of a cloud over what a security guard can and can't do. Mm. Well, they, and they... I think it would depend on the location. If you're in a shopping centre, I could imagine that'd be very different than if you're working at a bank. Yeah. yeah, or a museum. Put that oh. down. Put it. Put it back on the wall. <laughs> put, it back, put it back on the wall. I'm not going to ask you again. Take the balaclava off. <laughs> nice slippers. But they're at the Westfield there, and he takes off uh, one of the girls' scooter, and she's yelling abuse. I can't even repeat it. Uh, I have some audio here. I oh, believe play it, it, it right. may be. It may have been beeped. <laughs> okay. I think yeah. it's been beeped. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. not great audio. Let's have a listen. Nine years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's screaming, uh, we know the law, you can't touch us. 131060, security guards, we want to hear from you. When we come back, we want to find out what it is you can and can't do. Mm. My wife worked in a shopping centre and a chemist, and she said if you knew someone had stolen something of any value, you were not allowed to touch the customer. All you could do was ring the police and follow them and hope they didn't get away. Is that because they'll sue? Well, yeah, they'd, I don't know. it'd be assault, maybe. When I was working at nightclubs, yeah. bouncers had all the control they wanted. Yeah, well, was that, was that legal? I'd, I've seen some bouncers do some pretty nasty stuff. Yeah. To be fair, uh-huh. they were doing it to pretty nasty people. <laughs> well, I worked as a door girl, and I was going to be the nicest door girl you've ever imagined. Oh, they don't exist. And then two nights in, after dealing with drunk people, I was like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're doing it now with that haircut. Oh, yeah, I know. I still had no right, so... Being a bouncer. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. My mum, I think, is killing off the wildlife, and I'm concerned about it. She maiming small animals. What's she doing? Basically. What oh. a baby gun. <laughs> pew, pew. That's not funny. No, it's no, funny. I. My mum's been staying with us for a while, helping out with bubs while I'm at work. And she's obsessed with animals. She's the sort of person where prefers animals than humans. Oh, yeah. You know? They're nicer. They're beautiful. They don't talk back. They don't talk back. And I love animals, but not as much birds. Mm. There is one exception to that, and that is kookaburras. There's another one. What? Flamingos. I love flamingos. They're good. Yeah. All right. Good one. They're pink. How could you not love them? They seem dumb, though, flamingos. Why? Why? I don't know. They've just got a dumb look on their faces. Okay. So there's so many kookaburras here at Queensland, and we just live at Carina Heights, but on the back of it, because it's back, at the back of um, Belmont um, Private Health, the mental um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. assistance place, and there's a reserve at the back of that, so we back onto that. And so there's a lot of kookaburras that come, and I haven't known that my mum has been feeding all the kookaburras. Mm. What, degustation, or is she mixing up what Well, no, because Scotty put me on a budget, <laughs> so I was doing all this meat at Audi, and I was like, why are we going through all this meat so quickly? Like, a lot of it's going. Mm. I was like, where is it all going? Because I don't remember cooking it up. And yeah. I was like, what? She's been feeding all the kookaburras while I'm at work. I would suggest that. And there's like eight coming. And I think that's, that's there's a cycle going on. They're not they're not You've going had- and hunting anymore. Mm. We're feeding them. They're going to rely on us. I think it's illegal. I think it is as well. Right. So forget I said this. No, because she needs to be stopped. She's a monster and she needs to be stopped. She can't feed wildlife at all, right? Don't oh, know. I don't know. What about those people that have the bird food feed that come? The bird feed is like in your backyard. Yeah. Oh, that's a very good point. So that's not allowed? Well, I'd say that would be allowed. But Why? You... It's still feeding the no- wildlife. Yeah, I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but she's got a point. <laughs> just discuss that. If you stu- but if someone stood there with a handful of seed, everyone would be like, oh, ta-ta-ta. But because mm. you serve it in a plate, yeah. do you have 
like, well, she's been throwing it out like it's a snake. So they oh, came okay. and she's like, well, someone's been feeding them because they go on her hand. They go on her hand. I came home. She, they're on her hand. All these kookaburras. She's like some sort of natural wildlife yeah. warrior. But How do they have their steak? Does she cook it for them? No, or no. Does she, she does it raw. No, no. She waves it around like it's a snake and they've got to come up and catch it. I was like, what is going on? Oh, there you go. I was wondering why there's all these bird poop. And I go out there, they don't like me. Oh, no. Brisbane City Council say it's not recommended. However, it is not illegal. Sorry, Bev, not a monster. Don't have to stop. Yes. You know what people do have to stop, though? What is is throwing chips to bin chickens and seagulls. That one should be illegal, right? That should be so illegal because they're annoying. At least a kookaburra will fill up and then they'll leave. Mm. A bin chicken and a seagull, they, they will just eat and eat and eat nonstop. You can't move now, though. You move, eight kookaburras die. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> They've got a little baby and now I feel responsible for them. Mm. Do you chew up the meat and then <laughs> back to them? Or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow. We play the 28th of March. $10,000 on the line. Your letter for Alpha uh, Bucks so you can get a practice in. Our letter was the same as you. it's M again. Do you want to do M? Oh, are we going to do M twice, are we? Or it's have we made a misprint no, on our run sheet? Run sh- Oh, maybe it's meant to be a W. Maybe. No, it's the same printout, I think. C. C? Oh, that's C. C. C for country. C for hello. No, yes. <laughs> Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. A quarter of a million dollars. That's how much we've given away to you, Brisbane, just with Alpha Bucks. Every time we play at 8 o'clock, you can win $10,000. And if you got yesterday's podcast. We gave away the letter and also a question yes, and answer. It, so, Michelle, in New Beef, did you hear that in the podcast? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> it's pretty. Tisk, tisk. Yeah, that's all right. I still have confidence in you. Welcome to the show for the first time. Uh, you know how this is going to work. Abby is about to throw a letter your way. Every answer has to start with that letter. You're going to get fifty dollars per question you get right, and ten grand if you get them all. Okay. 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 Thank you. All right. Your letter is M for Michelle. Ooh. Yes. Here we go. Name an occupation. Uh, marriage celebrant. Name a chocolate bar. Uh, Malteser. Name a musical instrument. Uh, pass. Name a Disney character. M- Moana. Name a holiday destination. Maldives. Name something in space. Uh, Mercury. Name a condiment. Uh, mayonnaise. Name something you can save up for. Uh, um, marriage. <laughs> Name a sport. Uh, pass. Name a cocktail. Oh, no. Not bad, Mojito, <laughs> after the buzzer, unfortunately. Okay. But... <laughs> Three hundred and fifty dollars. That is awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. Well did very well. I'll go through the two that you passed on. Name a musical instrument. You could add maracas or a mandolin. And uh, name a sport. You could add mountain climbing or muay thai. Oh, I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't have got those. <laughs> Hey, uh, well, you've got that cash, uh, and I understand that you were going to use the money to build a, a granny flat for your mum, who's living with you. Yeah, yeah, she had a stroke a few years ago, and we're trying to build one for her so she yeah. can stay with us, yeah. Well, you didn't get enough for that. What we can tell you is we're giving away a house and land package at uh, 8.30, so register for that, and you can build a whole house for you and your family. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Come on in. Why won't you call us just for Maddie? Oh, come on, Ines. from Married at First Sight, you're still desperate to be able to chat to her, even after she, you found out what she did on Christmas Day. Come on, Ines. I don't, um, I oh, don't he's on board. support her behaviour by any means, but as we, when we set out on this um, journey to get Ines on the show... Uh-huh. It was just, I need to, I just want to say to her, I think you're faking it still. Like, this is... You think she went through the whole court appearance for drink driving, abused her sister, abused the cops, and it's all just a ploy to be able to get on TV again over in the States? I don't know. I just think she needs someone to, I just want to chat to her and just see where her head's at. Yeah. Just go, come on, calm down, Inez. Everything's going to be all right. Let's chill it. She mustn't be working as a uh, legal secretary anymore. You don't reckon? I wouldn't think you'd be allowed to, would you? With a charge, probably not. What does the legal secretary do, though? Just take notes and Type stuff? out legal stuff? Yeah. 
Is that, is that what they do? They do legal stuff at a legal office for legal people. Yeah. 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 So she, maybe she could. It's just a cool way of saying lawyer's receptionist, isn't it? Hmm. My apologies if I have that wrong to any legal secretary. You know our number, 131060 for all complaints. But you reached out to the lawyer. So, yes, I hit him a message because I found she tagged him in her lawyer in um, an Instagram post yesterday. They when, were drinking at Victoria Point after yeah. the court appearance. Celebrating 70 hours of community service that and she got. suspended licence for three months. Naturally, for drink driving. So I hit him a message um, and I got a reply. From him? From him. Okay. And there's his lawyer. What's it say? Hi, Marty. Oh. It, it always does that, you know. <laughs> Autocorrect. I get that a lot. Yeah, That's good cool. Good start. Uh-huh. Good start. Uh-huh. Thanks for reaching out, mate. Let me get in contact with uh, my client. And if it's okay with her, I'll get back to you either this morning or tomorrow. Right. So, cheers. Here's my mobile number if you want to call me direct. Thanks, Matty. He realised his mistake. Yep. Uh-huh. I'll be in contact shortly. So, you've given Inez about five different messages from different people that know her. No, hang on. We. <laughs> well, we, we, I, I, we, we have been know, in the room. I like no, to no, myself. No, no, I've yeah. yeah. never yeah. brought it up. Yeah. No. I will go back to the tapes. Yeah. Yep. You guys you guys have been on board the entire time. Maddie, we're just doing what we normally do and support your bizarre behaviour. <laughs> As you chase the story. That's what's exciting or about life, though. You know? What? Just that we can come into a room and talk into a stick asking for a nutcase to call us. Yesterday, and we get paid at the end of it. Yesterday we had to talk you out of walking the streets of Brisbane dropping pee bags around <laughs> yes. the place. That's still a very good I idea. I said it as a joke. No, you, I it was, was a joke, Manny. So he no, told, that's a good <laughs> idea. I'm going to do that this afternoon. I'm going to go to KFC. I'm going to pee all around Brisbane. I did it. <laughs> we spoke to a lady who had a, had some wee bags dropped off on her front door and it was strange. You were the one who suggested to me, let's as drop more bags off and see what happens. So I was wanting to know if people are so obsessed with reporting them, would it get picked up on the news? I did. Please u- tell me it was apple juice. And I did use, really do it. I used apple juice as per your request. I was very dehydrated <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no, what he's saying is he drank the apple juice, waited <laughs> the appropriate amount of time, and then used the apple juice again. Anyway, I am in touch with Inez's lawyer, you and might there's, need that. There's, a chance, there's a chance we are going to get the exclusive chat finally uh-huh. with Inez from Married at First Sight. Uh-huh. No one's had her yet. Nah, no nah. one has spoken to her. Uh, well, so. Yeah. 131060 is our number, Inez, if you want to just jump straight on now. Um, or you can call that number and play Alpha Bucks. We'll do it next. Come on, Inez, why won't you call us just for Maddie? Oh, come on, Inez. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Koshy caused quite a stir. Koshy. David Kosh. There hasn't been much in the news about this man lately. David Kosh, good morning. Uh, good morning, gang. How are you? We're good. Is that, is that annoying when you pick up a newspaper and you're supposed to be across all the news so you can report on it and you're on the front page? Does that get a bit annoying? Uh, it is a bit annoying, but um, yeah, it just goes with the territory, I think. Well, we've got you on because you've got a great book that we're, we're going to talk about, but let's just rip the Band-Aid off. There's a petition also out for you to get sacked at the moment, which seems to be a bit of a theme with male breakfast TV show presenters. <laughs> well, yeah, it is quite interesting, and um, I, must, I must admit it did all take me by surprise because... Yes, it was a robust discussion, but it was with a head of a political party who, I dare say, gets more robust conversations during question time. I didn't grow up with terrorism on the streets in this country. You make such bold claims. It's like saying something David, stupid like every Catholic priest is a pedophile, which is a stupid thing David, to say. I've- I, I think everyone was annoyed. No, that's right. I think everyone was annoyed that you were still having her on her show if you didn't agree with it. But I guess well, who would you have on the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've disagreed with her in the past. The show was keen to have her on. I thought, well, you know, at least there's a forum where I can counter any of the myths or mistruths. But um, she speaks. I, I pull, pull her up often. Well, let's talk about your side hustle because that's <laughs> oh, yeah. what that's what well, I see. Just my- proving I've read your book. Yeah, yeah, it's my first love, um, is finance and money. That's what I was, sort of sunrise is a mistake that's got a bit out of control. Because <laughs> I was asked to fill in for three months, and that was 16 and a half years ago. Yeah. And I love it, I'm very fortunate. If I could yeah. uh, bring your attention to page 201, it's uh, got at the Ooh. top here, which is very important for someone on this show. 
It says, when the tax man comes knocking. <laughs> Someone's getting audited at the moment. Matty Acton over there. Yeah. <laughs> and is it because you haven't put in a few tax returns? No. You've missed a few over the years? I made, or... them a, made the mistake of getting a talent agent one year, and so I had to pay a lot of fees on that that I'm claiming for. So my, my claims jumped up. One year, I've now sacked, oh, right. sacked them because they cost me more and money than they the, made. Uh, the, the tax office looked at it, and went talent agent for this guy. Why the heck? <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's a classic example of what the tax office do because most people don't realise when you put your tax return in, the tax office uh, takes you at your word. But then it goes, puts you into a massive computer with people similar to you, and if you get out of whack with what the average is, a little sort of red flag goes up and says, oh, this guy, for how much he earns and what he did last year and other people in his position, this is quite unusual. And they'll come and ask questions because the tax office gets informed when anyone buys a house, a boat, a car, a spa. It's all a spa. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. A pool. It's all. It's oh, all well, you too. Into, it's all put in. All put into their database. Yeah, right. And and they go, oh, but they only earn that amount of dollars. How can they afford a Porsche? Well, or, you know, why are they chasing me? Boat? Chase Kyle Sanderlands or Dave Hughes? They're the people you should be sus on. <laughs> exactly, but. It's it's a, a bit of a warning that uh, you got to have all your records right because yeah. they do have a lot of it, and I bet it scares the bejesus out of you too. Oh, you don't want it. Yeah. You don't want it to happen. I think I'm going to be fine because I I am honest in everything that I claim. But it's yep. like anything. It's like when the cops pull you over and you haven't I drunk know. in two weeks, you still think yep. maybe I'll blow over here. Yeah. Exactly right. You start to come out in the cold sweat and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. Oh, well, you'll get through it. Hey, uh, also, we're giving away a house and land package on our show. Yep. It's it's a huge prize that someone can win if they register, hit105.com.au. As a money man, what would your financial advice be to them to do with it? First of all, it depends on whether they own a house or not own a house. So if you own a house, you're going to have this extra property. So you're going to get need to get some good advice on, on whether you keep it as an investment property or sell it and then use the proceeds of it to invest elsewhere in your superannuation or shares or whatever. What it does is an enormous windfall, a leg up in your life, yeah. which is why I love these competitions because for so many people, this is the break that could set them up for life, whether they keep it and live in it or keep it and have an investment property or sell it and use the money to do other things. This could just break the money shackles away from you. And, uh, you know, while people say, oh, no, not another competition, bloody hell, it's worth going in for because if you win it, it will change your life and, and it gives you flexibility. It's like the old saying, you know, like money makes money. If you've got exactly. it, mm, you can generate more. A lot of people, when they're managing their money, only look at the cost side. What can I cut? What can I cut? Now, life's not about cutting so much that you're going to live like a monk for the, for the rest of your life. And yeah. um, look at the other side, the amount of income coming in. Are you in the right job? Can you get uh, a pay rise? Can you educate yourself more to have different skills and rise up the ladder in your company? Or turn that passion or hobby into a moneymaker? Maybe you turn that side hustle into your main job, and if it's a great idea, build it into a, an empire. You look at the financial reviews rich list every year no one on that list works for somebody else yeah <laughs> they point. all work for themselves or their mm. own business right well i quit <laughs> not with no, your tax audit you you're gonna, gonna have something to go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's gonna jail. go to the ato they want someone <laughs> who can get away with a lot yeah. i'll spill on everyone in the media you included koshi i'll rat everyone out uh well buddy koshi's 11 step money plan for a better life it's available in all good bookstores in april yep. make sure you go and check it out nice to talk to you buddy Good on you guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Koshi was just telling us that you look at all the rich people and they're the ones that have their own business, their mm. own side hustle rather than working for someone else that comes so big and then you start doing that for a living. We want to know, are you at the early stages where it's costing you money to do your side hustle? Uh, Kate and Jim Boomba, morning, yep. what's yours? Um, well, I decided to try and make toy boxes. 
uh-huh. to make like some money while I was on maternity leave. So I went to Bunnings, brought like all the power tools, all the wood, a lot of paint, then spotlight for material and stickers, and made one, and that is it. The rest of it is all in my shed. <laughs> <laughs> what was your output? What was your your, your outlay of price? Um. About two grand. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And how much did you sell that one for? I didn't even sell it. Okay. <laughs> you probably needed it yourself. Whack it up on Facebook Marketplace. Someone might buy it. Oh, yeah. My husband threw it in the bin because it just sat there. Oh, no. Oh. You didn't even put any toys in it? <laughs> no, he put shoes in it. <laughs> it's very versatile, though. Yeah. I'm hearing a very versatile product. Fiona in Holland Park, what is your side hustle oh. that's cost you money? <laughs> Oh, hi. I've got a um, a business where I sell products to enhance romance. Uh-huh. Oh. So think of a Tupperware party, but, you know, the products are much more fun. Yes, uh-huh. they move um, more. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, oh, it's cost me about 10 grand or something, and I've got all of these products in cupboards all throughout my bedroom and en suite. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't sold any of them? <laughs> Not many, no. <laughs> Did you just get too attached to them, Fiona? No, you can't use the you can't use you the be... products you're selling. Can well, you? you've got to do you've got the to testing. Test yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Derek, we're asking about side hustles. Koshi says that's the way to make real money, but it uh, costs people money too. What was yours? Well, it does. Mine's called a uh, leaf pooper. It's a a uh, filter that goes on top of your water tank leaf strainer uh-huh. and it allows the leaves to flow through it while the water just falls into your tank. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Thanks. Uh, it's got a website and everything, leafpooper.com.au. Yeah. Nice plug. Um, but, yeah, that was expensive to set up and I have not made the money back on that one. How many have you sold? I've sold less than a 1000 and the injection moulding and prototyping everything cost me about 80 Right. $80,000. Yes, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Leaf well, pooper, leaf pooper, leaf pooper, leaf pooper, everybody. Get behind it. Yeah, it's yeah. a great little Aussie product made here in Brisbane. It's excellent. That's right. Oh, good luck. Thank you. I do sell a, a few online, but yeah, it'll take me years to pay off that sucker. Yeah. All right. Well, leafpooper.com. Yeah. Go and check it out right now. This is great. It's like shit shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's often what they think as well. Um, Brittany in Waterford West, what's your side hustle that's costing you money? Um, I've made scrunchies. I've started making scrunchies and... Um, yeah, sorry, I've spent probably about $500 um, on the product for them, or like the fabric. Yeah. Um, so I started making scrunchies and they weren't going anywhere anytime fast. Um, so then I started making soft protectors um, for tradies that go over the oh, yeah. group. Yep, yep. Um, my husband's a tradie. So um, I've also like turned them into waterproof as well. So they've got like avocados um, and a whole bunch of like other cool patterns on the sporting team. Right. How much That's you made? Cool. Uh, probably about 200 Oh, okay. That's good. You're this only... is so bad. Have yeah. you been giving them away to your your husband's friends? Um, well, <laughs> it's only him and like a really old guy that we work with. So, um, I yeah, he's not interested in them. But yeah, he's wearing them to work, and mm. it's working out for him. He really likes them. Scrunchies yeah. are making a comeback. Uh, Emily and Logan, we're talking about your side hustle. It's meant to make you rich, but it costs you money. Yes, I told my partner it. I only paid two hundred. Ends up paying over a thousand. What was it for? It was for adult products, um, like um, one of the previous ladies said, having parties and yep. selling beauty products as well as other stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And are you having a lot of parties but no one's buying? I'm hosting so many parties, but it's costing me money to host parties. Right. So right. I invite them over and then usually two people show up and one of them's mum. Right. And mum's my biggest supporter. <laughs> Is your mum buying stuff off you, <laughs> is she? Yes. <laughs> um, and then when you have the parties, you've got to do wine and cheese. Yeah. yeah, wine, cheese. And I'm a cook background, so, yeah. you know, I don't I don't just do little food. I go all out. you got to you got to hit it so where it hurts. It charge normal price for the, the products and then charge $300 per battery. Yeah. You need a new yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey coming out, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Or you could give up and get a real job, but they're all good it's suggestions. Side hustle. <laughs> side hustle. Side hustle. Maddie will buy one off you, Emily. Will I? Hello. Maddie will buy one off you. What's what's the average price of one of your products? Oh, seventy to two hundred. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll buy one. Abby will buy three. Uh, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs>
Stab, Abby and Matt on Hit 105. That is it for us today as we look back and we reflect on what a wonderful day this Wednesday, March 27th was. Everyone judges people on their appearance. Nice people like to pretend they don't, but everyone does. <laughs> that is... It's how we keep safe. You're woke. <laughs> That's so true. So true. I only on. see the inner beauty because I never admit it. But I wouldn't walk down a dark street with them in it. And one thing I've noticed is like, well, I seem to forget that I've got my hair cut mm. short and I got it shaved. Mm. And always I go and get petrol in the morning and it always says you've got to pay before you pump. And normally I look in and they just give me a wave yeah. and I'm like, thank you so much. And I get to pump before I get to pay. And I go in and they always say to me, oh, you just look like an honest person. And I say, thank you. We do the whole thing and I leave. This time I did the wave and they went, come in and pay. <laughs> 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 Come on! Oh, look at this rough nut trying to steal some fuel. <laughs> I've never heard of pay before you pump. Is yeah. that early morning? Thing? Early mornings, yeah. Right. So if you go and get petrol, normally I get it right, at 3.30 right, right. in the morning. It doesn't open, I don't think, until around about 5. It's a safety thing and I appreciate it mm. for them. But yeah, I was like, judge, him, judge faces. <laughs> Thanks, no I get waved in. <laughs> I just don't look as friendly with a shaved head. <laughs> Cards. They're used for encouraging people to get well, celebrating birthdays, farewelling people from workplaces. Anniversaries. Anniversaries. Whoever invented the card, Mr. Hallmark is a genius. But when a card comes past you, the pressure to write something profound is always terrifying. And it's all right to do like I wrote in my card for my son for his birthday the other day. That was easy. Mm. But why is it that you always make a mistake when you write in a card? Yep. It's like you, for, you forget how to spell your own name. Yeah. And you do like it, you turn it into like a love heart or a smiley yes. face. Yes. And you think no one will know and I'll colour it in, but they know. Yeah. No, they, of course they know. And you can't put white out on a card. Look Especially when it has dear love heart. And they yeah. go, you got my name wrong? <laughs> got that Valentine's Day card for Kat that said, Happy Valentine's Day, Mary. <laughs> we gave them the wrong cards, did you? <laughs> thanks. No, thanks. Maddie, got an issue. I think maybe it's because the jingle is just so damn good. <laughs> Do you want me to play it no, before, you, before you even go any further? Uh, we, I'll, I'll point it, to you. To is it glasses play? Yeah. <laughs> because every morning oh, yeah. when I wake up, Obviously, I don't sleep with these bad boys on, which is bad because it makes my dreams all fuzzy. But <laughs> when I wake up and I reach over and I stumble to try and find them in the dark, this pops into my head. The glasses guy, the glasses guy, I stab your steel, the glasses guy, yeah. Every oh, glasses. single morning since it was written, <laughs> this has happened to me. You're the glasses guy. Uh, the glasses guy. Oh, the glasses guy. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks, Maddie. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. All right, that's the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you are very important to us, and we appreciate your time. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Stav, Abby, and Matt.